Hey, what's going on? What is going on? What's going on, girl? What's going on? Just some good, beautiful weather and some outdoor seating and all of that. Yes, we, um, we're outside today. And you're gonna and be among nature with us. Yes, so you guys might hear a few birds chirping, a couple dogs barking, some cars going by. The wind blowing. The wind blowing, but. It's all good. In this pandemic, you just need to sit outside sometimes and, and enjoy the weather. It's about, what's the degrees right now? So it's about. 80 something, like 82? Uh, 81. 81 degrees 81 degrees right now we'll take it we will take it so i'm natalie hayden i'm laverne badger and we are exposed the podcast. podcast welcome welcome, welcome back welcome. welcome back if you are new to our podcast welcome if you are coming back to um to our podcast and you have supported us thank you and thank welcome you, back you. yes so Today we are talking about how to navigate blended families. Yes. I think that's something we both like. Yeah, this is this is this is interesting. This is a big topic, you know, like blended families, you tend to see more blended families than not these days, you know. Everybody got kids. Yep. And People especially if you're dating older and yeah. you are remarrying and you're just even out on the dating scene i think it's expect expected for someone to have a child or so yeah moving yeah. forward and so it's rough trying to navigate that thing um so i have um i came to the table with four biological children and my husband uh richard came with four biological children and so we were all known as the Badger Bunch. Cause <laughs> That's we, cute. Badger <laughs> so, Bunch. So we were the Badger Bunch. And, um, um, and it was very hard for a long time. What was so challenging about it? You know, like, um, you know, you said for a very long time, what were those, what was, where was the pivot for you to say, okay, I think we've found our groove. You know, I don't know that I feel like we ever really found a groove groove. Because how many until kids they became adults? Yeah, until total, they became eight. adults. Okay. Um, I don't think that kicked in until they actually became adults. Because right now, all of our children are adults, and they range from thirty-three to I think Danny is the youngest, and I think Danny is twenty twenty-three. Mm. I think it's like thirty-three to twenty-three. And um, and it it just I think where the problem lie or where where the challenge was is that um, the the mother the biological mother it's always you, the external yes <laughs> and so it was not an issue for me because my kid's biological father was he was my abuser and he was not trying to be active in our kids lives so he wasn't having that type of impact on my relationship with Richard so he really didn't care what was going on who yep. was really you know yeah. being the authoritative nope male figure in the house he didn't care he was totally nope, I absentee think, yeah I think he would ask the kids you know when he would see them every so often you know but my kids were older they were when me and Richard got together um, they were in uh, the youngest was I think 
sixth grade, she was still in elementary, but the other ones, they were in middle school, so they were older, so they could communicate mm -hmm. if something was going on with them that was inappropriate. They could communicate that not just to me, but to other family members and their dad if, they, if he asked about that kind of situation. Now, Richard's kids were younger than my kids, so his kids came in the picture as elementary age oh. um now were, were they always there you know or was it a schedule as it was a when? schedule okay. it was every other weekend um and what did he get two weeks in the summer so he kind of got the crap yeah, end of he the got he, he didn't get his fair share of time and it wasn't because of lack of of trying he definitely fought hard for them and i think that that played um, that put an additional strain on the relationship because that it took money mm -hmm. to fight in court for for those things and and I supported that but then on the other side it was just really challenging because it was there were still other children that needed to be taken care of right. which were my children and and my kids actually felt like and had came to me and had told me they that they felt like I was putting more money and attention to his kids versus them. Do you think that you were trying to make up, you're thinking about your husband, so you're trying to make up for the time of them not really being there? Right. Because of, your kids are always there. Yes. So we really got to go big when they're here and make them feel special and do all these yes. things to make them feel like they're part of the family, that, right? Right, but that was more Richard. I was always, I went into a saying that I'm not going to treat them necessarily any different. They were going to get the same treatment. Now, there were some things I would do extra mm -hmm. because, um, um, they weren't there all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, I don't want to start something I'm not going to be able to finish. And maintain. Right. And right. so um, being an authority, authority figure, you know, and punishments and stuff like that, like Richard could be a softie. He, he just felt, and I don't, I shouldn't say a softie. I just remember during that time, he just felt like, I don't want them to be on punishment if I got only two days with them, two, right. and, a half, two and a half days with them every I other week. That. I get that. You know what I mean? That. Like, yeah. I don't want to discipline. I just want to be the weekend to be fun. Fun, yeah. You know, and I'm like, that that's not gonna work. You mm -hmm. know, they still they're still kids. They still need discipline. They still and it's it's changing, um, and it was affecting the the household because sure. there's things that my kids couldn't get away with or that he would be attempting to punish them for, and then they old enough to, to do the comparisons. You yeah. know what I mean? So we had to get through all that adolescent stuff and the stuff that um, within our our relationship. Mm. So you had the dynamic of the I ex. I think I just swallowed a bug. <laughs> I just think. It was a little chunky. Yep, it was. A, it was a little yep. chunky going down. Yep. Oh my I god! I think I just. Yep. Oh well, it's gone Ain't now. Ain't with a little protein in your life, you girl. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it's all good. Cap goes on to bottle. Right. <laughs> if you can survive a month in Africa, I can definitely. You survive can definitely this bug. survive a, a little bug that then flew in your water. It's all um, good. So I think it was just different. Um, aspects of that we had to deal with it was different containers it was the relationship container mm -hmm. it was the ex 
wife container. Oh. It was the 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 combining the kids container, and then it was the container of trying to blend us all together. That's a lot of containers to manage. It was and regulate. Yes, it was extreme. And then you just raising teenagers. They they just raising teenagers and young people. It just was like it it, it was it was it was a challenge. Now what I will say is that um, the kid, all eight kids, they didn't seem, they seemed to get along for the most part when the stuff that they didn't get along with always just felt like sibling stuff. So that always kind of made me feel mm -hmm. good in a way because I'm like, okay, y'all arguing like real siblings. You know and what I mean? And guess what? I don't get involved in sibling mess. Right. You got to right. learn how to figure that out yourself. Right. I'm not going, unless something is, is somehow like really out of control. And I, I do think, again, it was the age group. They weren't into the same things at the same time, so there was no competition. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time Richard's kids was still playing with dolls and, you know, trucks and stuff, they were that young, and then mine had jobs. They you know, they was looking, they were um, summertime jobs and into sports really heavily and stuff. So they just wasn't mm -hmm. doing the same things. And so we they weren't fighting for time in that way. So what do you say to someone who is, um, you know, they are now out of their this life after abuse, they're back on the scene and, you know, they see someone that they're interested in and they're interested in each other. And, you know, they're considering moving forward, but they're nervous about this whole blended situation. What do you think would be great advice to someone that may have to, you know, consider blending families? You know, it, I, I think it's all going to be different based on different circumstances, but I think the one thing that you have to be aware of going into a, a blended family situation is that you're going to have to give up something. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of um, compromises on both ends. I call that pick and choosing your battles. Yeah. Um, I know when I was married, uh, I did not have a child of my own. So I was like a bonus mom. So how was that? Let me start. Let me switch to flip the script. Yeah. So you became... Um, a blended family, but you didn't have any kids yet. I didn't. Y'all, you and your husband hadn't had a, no, a child yet. No, not a, on our own, but from his first marriage, he had a child. So how old was she when you guys got married? I want to say she was four or five. She was young. She was young. She was young, very impressionable, and she made it very clear that she wanted her mommy and daddy together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't you love that? Like, it's, it's, it's a form of... Girl, your mama, it's gone, it's over for your mama. But you have to love the fact of the dynamic that these, this is, this is their parents. Yes. These are their parents. Yes. And, and the child, that's what they know. That's all they that's knew. That's all and she knew. She just wanted that normal back. Yeah. And her. so, you know, um, it just really, I think when you're an adult going into a situation like myself where you don't have kids of your own but you know the person that you're with may have a child you really do have to continually be conscious of putting on that adulting hat because kids can take you there but you have to realize they're kids 
Yeah. And so there were some things that I just did not entertain. I just made things very clear for her. And, you know, kids will try you and you have to make sure that you and your partner are on the same page. So there were many conversations that I just had to have. And there was one. So did you feel like you were having, were you made to feel like, do you know what you're talking about because you haven't had a kid yet? Not necessarily. Um, one thing I did do, and I, I don't know if many people can really adult this way, was I reached out to the mom okay, and let her know that I'm not here to replace you. Right. I am extra. I am a bonus. Right. So when we talk about hair and, you know, cycles, menstrual cycles coming, like, I'm not trying to overstep my boundaries at all, but if you need my assistance in helping, I can do that. So I think once the child realized that the moms are allies, and I, like I said, not everybody can put on these type of adulting hats, yeah. but I just realized that just makes things a it lot makes it so much smoother. Easier. Yeah, now, that wasn't my experience. We we did not become allies, and it was very divided, mm -hmm. and. Um, the kids, um, and I felt like the the kids were made to make a choice, you know? Yeah, and, and, and you, we can't do that with blended was, families, you know? And the choice is gonna be mom. Like, of I would course. want my kids to be riding for me too. And, um, but I, I always tried to maintain that I would be fair. I wasn't perfect. I definitely made some mistakes, some things that I probably shouldn't have done, maybe should not have said. Um, because I was emotional too. I felt like I was definitely the, um, um, it was hurtful because it was you as a, a bonus parent. Um, and it wasn't bonus parents, bonus moms and dad. That's a new term. Yep. You know, um, that's definitely it, what I was. That those are new terms. I was just old wart on the nose stepmama you know what i mean like <laughs> it was and it was like mm -mm. you do all the work but get none of the respect wow you know what i mean like even with christmas it was a a joint effort mm -hmm. for us to make christmas and birthdays great but it was always thank you dad you know and so um so those were some challenging times that were definitely hurtful when blending, and that's why I'm saying I'm saying anybody going into a blended relationship, you ha you gotta have thick skin, because especially if you don't get that, um, like you were saying, if you don't get that relationship where it's a positive relationship between the the ex partner and the new partner. Well, you know what? It has to be, you know, we got to have a conversation, the one that I'm sleeping in the bed with. Mm -hmm. One thing that I was made very clear and aware of was that I won't have to deal with the mother like that. I'll deal with her. Like, this is my business from right. previous, and I'll deal with that. So that let me know that, oh, he's going to have her under control. I'll just be able to take care of this household in this sense, and, and, and I was okay with that. And you can't really leave it up to the other person, the other, you know, the other parent that was once, you know, the original parent to step up and do that. You got to go to that person and your spouse, the person that you're in the relation and have them let the kids know this is how you need to address her. This is, it just wasn't me who got those gifts. It was 
all of us who did it. So now I don't have an issue with her. I have an issue with you. Right. Because we need to talk about this. Right. You know, this is a collaborative effort. Right. So so now the blending really becomes for you. Riley's here. Yeah. So how did um, your bonus daughter do with Riley? Because by that time, how old is she? They're 10 years apart. Okay, so she was 10 when Riley. She was 10 when Riley was born. Yep, she was. And um, at first, she was was sort of mad about it. Um, I have to be honest, I was like, I can't leave her alone with Riley. Because right, because you don't know how she's going to I just don't react. know how she's going to react. Right. But that's any mom with, yeah. you know, any kid. But I really, like, I had to go to my girlfriends and say, hey, guys, what do you think about this? You know, and they would all suggest just make sure that you're with her and you're coaching her along. It was never um, uh, um, energy that I put out that I did not trust her, that I did not like her. If anything, what I did was I made sure that her and her dad had extra time. Like, you get, you and daddy get to go on a date. And so, you know, that way, when a new baby comes into the picture. It's not like a replacement. It's not like a replacement. Yeah. And so I made sure, like, I made a big deal about it. Yeah. You, and I, we started it while I was pregnant. So not when the baby gets here, but before that, you and her need to have a schedule where it's just y'all. Right. So that was just, I was just really um, thoughtful when I thought about her and when I thought about him and for myself as well as the baby. Right. So I'm thinking about everybody. Right. You know, because we got to live together. And so. Um, so when you did talk to the ex, mm-hmm. how was that received? You guys were on the same oh, page. Oh, we were all on the same page. I think it started with hair. Okay. Hair is always one, mm-hmm. you know, you don't touch my daughters. child hair. You can't do nothing to my child hair. We all witnessed that woman cutting them braids out of that baby hair yeah. when her daddy went and got the hair done, right? Oh, but Lord, you know, that was horrible. The thing is, as women, black women specifically, is that you have to um be respectful. Yep. Let's if this isn't your child. Right. I think it's fair to ask I remember there were times where dad would just, hey, can you do Kayla's hair? It's the night before school. She's with us for the week. Can you do her hair? And I would say, hey, can you call her mom? If me and mom wasn't on speaking terms yet, you need to call her and ask for permission. Right. Or drop her off to mom's house, let mom do her hair, and then bring her back. Like, what? I just didn't want any beef like right. that. Right. But I remember there was a time in particular, Kayla had to be like five or six, and dad went to go do something, and I, um, and I started to do her hair, and it was bedtime, and I started to do her hair, and she turned around and she said, you know, I don't like you. I said, okay. I stopped doing her hair in that moment. I had her get in the shower and um, I had her go to bed. And so one thing I'm not gonna do is force myself on any child. And unfortunately the reaction of the dad was just, um, it wasn't a great reaction. He he went a little far with her. And so she really probably hated me then. Cause you told her. Cause I told on her, but I am telling on you. Yeah. Yes, because see, and that—that's the thing—is that she, it maybe a conversation should have happened mm-hmm. with her saying, "I don't like you." Yeah. Uh, with you and her. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you if you don't like me, why don't you like me? And how can I make this better? How can we coexist? You know, when you look back, because I had a that 
situation as well. Like mm -hmm. the kids would, would come over and we would do stuff, Dale's, all kind of stuff. We would just, we were that kind of family where we were always trying to figure out stuff to do with the kids, right? Keep them busy. And, um, and they always enjoy, seem to enjoy themselves, but it, it never seemed to relay back to the other side. Mm. It was, and so, just the disciplinary pieces that yeah. would go back. Yes, <laughs> I yes, gotta go to yes, bed early. Yes, yes. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember they were washing dishes, and I remember they came over one weekend, and they said, "My mama said we don't have to wash dishes over here, or we don't have to clean up over here, except for picking up behind ourselves." Yeah, Riley hit me I with said, that. <laughs> my dad said that I get to close my door at my house because I want privacy. I said I bust all these doors down. <laughs> You you do that crap over at your father's house, but over here, doors are open. <laughs> I was like, well, that's, and so that's another dynamic mm -hmm. that is, I didn't put into the container, the another container component of, of what roles and responsibilities you have here at, at this house and at the other parent's house. And so we have to navigate through that. And so you got to think about the kids too. You know, it's just a lot. They going, they not the ones going in between both homes. It's us that's at this one house and saying, how come you don't remember what I told you the last time you should know this, Right. but you have to. And so that's when I like my mind exploded when you have to really have grace for children and to say, well, remember over here, you know, you do gotta, watch dishes. Right. But we have to have the grace for the adults too. Yeah. It's really, I think that the, definitely the children are first. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that they're good as 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 much as they can be good. Yeah, because we the adults. Um, right. <laughs> but, you know, with me, I always felt like I didn't have the right to be um, emotional or, or the right to have... Um, really emotional about something. So if something made me mad or sad, like my feelings were, were on last the back on the, was on the on, back burner. Yeah, like it was the exes, my husband and the kids. They feelings were the only ones that mattered mm. and that mine were not. And I struggled with that. I struggled with that. Cause so I, let us help you all do not make the same mistakes that Laverne and I have made. Yes. You need to put your feelings in the container as yes. well. They hold space for validity. Mm -hmm. And the person that needs to really hear that is the one that you're in the relationship. It shouldn't be the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're so emotional and you know, you know that you, um, you may say some things that you really don't mean, there's some opportunities to really just like not speak to the kids at all in a respectful way and then take that to the person that you're in the relationship with. Right. And that makes for a, a cohesive blended family to just really get along better. And then maybe you have these family meetings where we talk about things and there's rules and um, guidelines and boundaries as to how we respect each other during these conversations. I mean, blended families can really be the bomb. They, they, they really they, can they be. definitely can. Now, like I said, I don't think things changed until they became adults where I really felt the shift. Mm -hmm. You know, because when you're when your kids, it's like, OK, I get a birthday card because they're because uh, uh, Richard 
initiated the birthday card or you know the happy mother's day or right, you know like right. he was the initiator of all that stuff make sure you get your yeah yeah that i'm included in in that and um but then when they became adults and i think what i know the time the specific time that shifted it for for my family and his meaning his kids and me was we were um in his oldest daughter was having a baby mm -hmm. and we went to memphis she was in memphis at school and she was living there and so she was getting ready to have her baby mm -hmm. and we went up there down there down there thank you we went down <laughs> down there to um support her in that delivery mm -hmm. and so um after she had the baby i had a moment with his other daughter had came down because she was going to school in Jackson, Mississippi. So she had took the bus down, mm -hmm. the bus down. And so she was there and they always were cordial to me, but it was in, but the older daughter, she was always really respect. They all were respectful. You know, no one was ever disrespectful mm -hmm. to me. And, um, and I, I think, and so we were sitting there and I said, and they had expressed to me, let me, let me go back. They had had a conversation with their dad about their relationship. Mm -hmm. Some stuff had gone on with their relationship and that they were trying to fix that and blend, uh, mend that relationship. And they were doing a great job with communicating and talking and um, working on that relationship. Um, and so I came to them and we were in the room together and I said, well, I'm just going to say that I want to apologize to you if you guys think that I have done anything wrong to you growing up. Mm -hmm. My intentions were never to hurt you. My intentions were never to make you feel any type of way. I really love you girls um, like you were my own. And um, moving forward as adults, I will follow your lead. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and they were both were like, okay, we appreciate that. She's, but they said, we can't focus on our relationship with you until we finish focusing on our relationship with our dad. Hello, that's a pivotal moment right there. And, that is a big deal. And, and so what do you do as the mom? You gotta step back. And, and that's exactly what I did. And when I tell you stuff started to shift, like not just with him, cause he started dating them. He started taking them out to dates and one-on-one mm -hmm. um, -on -one, um, 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 sessions where he would talk to him one-on-one. -on -one and, and again, these are kids, these are girls and daddy-daughter relationships. He There's questions he had to answer. Of course. You know, now remember his the, time wasn't, he didn't have sufficient time. His time was already cut short. Right. So he's so, making up. Right, so now they're old enough to really start asking questions based on what they've heard what they may have been feeling mm -hmm. and um his daughter she was a teenage she was no i think she was in college but she said i could never i she was high school she was like i don't really care for laverne because she keeps you from getting back with mom mm -hmm. i was the barrier this is a whole teenager like they had been split for a while and she still felt in her head like that it could have possible her mom had remarried and everything but it was still um 
in her mind that I was the one who kept them. And as the youngest of the four, she had him the least amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And so um, she had that moment where she just felt like I was the one who was the barrier in that and how can she move forward with that. But after that conversation, um, they accepted what I said, they accepted it and received it. And I said, whatever goes on from this point, I'm just gonna follow their lead. And yeah, yes, I, I just know even with Riley, you know, to that point, is that Riley still make comments. And I mean, it's, it's, it hasn't been a long time. It's been three plus years. Right. And she makes comments like, how come you and dad can't be in the same house? Right. You know, and um, I don't think that those things go away over time, you know, and I don't know what she's saying over in the other house. But I think as uh, adults that have operated in blended families, you just really have to know how to be, um, you know, don't take things so personal with yourself. Right. You know, when it comes to the, the other children of from a different family, you know, and you really do have to step back and get off the break when there's something else that's missing that the other person has to make up before you can move in and do what you need to do as far as relationship building. Right. You know, right. so. Um, but it was never, it just never was communicated. And so we knew there were some challenges and they would come over for holidays and stuff, but it was still felt like it was out of obligation versus you really wanting to be there, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I can tell you these last three, four, five years have been great. Like the relationship, like I get random calls or um, even on Facebook, you know, random messages, likes, those little things matter when you come from a blended family um, to I'm have sure. the other acknowledgments of the 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 bonus babies I'm sure. and um and coming over and sitting and talking mm-hmm because just because not because you know they mean? need something not, right not because you need something you're you're having those conversations and you coming over for the holidays and you sitting and you enjoying my cooking mm-hmm as if you know what I mean like you really enjoying my cooking like um his oldest son comes here he lives in Nebraska and he comes here and he's like, Vern, can you make your dressing? I'm coming. Yep. And I'm like, you know how dope that is? Like yeah. that is like, it's really feel, it really feels like it's where that, after all of that. It's been worth it. You know, <laughs> like I look back, I'll be like, if, if, if I had to do it all over again, I don't know that I would mm -hmm. because it was extremely emotionally draining. Yeah, It just I'm is sure. extremely draining. Um, and everybody always says, oh, they'll be grown at some point. And then the best part is that they all have, um, all eight kids have their own personal relationships with each other. That's good. They all have that their own good. personal relationships. They all, I see them on Facebook and they be like, hey sis, hey this, hey. And I'm like, now this is what it's a, it's about. Like they've taken selfies together and pictures together and we ain't even there. The mom and we, me and Richard ain't even there. They mm -hmm. hooking up and meeting up outside of us. I think blended families, you know, when we talk about life after abuse, blended families can be a beautiful thing. We also know it can go all the way left. Left. But we want to speak to 
like the many dynamics, the many compartments of, um, you know, of having or considering a blended family. Like we said, blended families are pretty typical these days, especially mm -hmm. if you're dating older and you're dating after a marriage or after abuse or after something like abuse, that. Yeah. You are going to have someone that has a child or two or three or four. And then you make eight like Laverne and Richard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right. yes. It, I don't know. I just think that it may not be for everybody. It worked for for us. Um, people definitely would have thought that we were crazy to blend a family of eight in that way. Like, we were mm -hmm. never going to had no money, which we never had no money. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the truth. Let's, let us just tell you like, that. Like, it was, it was, it was rough, you know, at a time. They came through, though. But that's, come, that's the point, you, you know, like, through, you come through. And you, ha but you definitely have to make sure it's worth fighting for. If you are not getting the support you need from your spouse or significant other to help you feel good through this blended situation that I think if, if Richard had not heard my cries mm -hmm. and supported me when I would say certain things to him, he wasn't perfect for sure. But if he wasn't doing those things, I would have been like, this just ain't worth it. Like we mm -hmm. wouldn't have made it. We definitely wouldn't have made it. Yes. We want to send out a huge shout out and contribution to Richard Badger for just <laughs> Listening. <laughs> Listening and speaking up. Listening. Guys, we have held your ears for 33 minutes. Yes. And we appreciate all of it. We could talk all day about blended about families. About blended Because that's definitely a big topic. But, yeah, I say it and all in all, it worked out for you because you still speak and talk to Absolutely. your Absolutely. I still, have a, I still have, have a relationship, relationship with yep. her even though you're not with her dad. That's really um, important. Oh, before we get off, let's, yeah. let's, we got the other container. What container? Now, your daughter has a bonus mom. She sure does. So, you're the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You're on the up opposite. I am. End I of am. that spectrum. And so now you have to deal with having someone else have that impact on your child. One thing they don't have to do is her hair. <laughs> well, there was a time earlier where that could have been. That could have been an issue. That that could have been an issue. Yeah. Because there was, y'all, that you you guys were sending her to a, a stylist, stylist, a hairstylist. And yeah, we we weren't we weren't okay with that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we handled that. I just think, um. I talk to my daughter about respecting people that do things for her all the time. So, um, you know, as far as like when it comes to, I mean, we're still in, we're still in the midst of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get courtesy calls about things. Right. But I'm okay with it because I know the, the, um, I know what I've put out into the universe. I know what I've done. So I'm not really, I don't trip on the small things. So do you think that because of how you with, did with, what's your bonus daughter's name? Kayla. Kayla. So when you were bonus mom to Kayla, mm -hmm. did that give you, allow for you to have a different approach to Riley's bonus mom? Absolutely. Lots of insight. Like, you know, I can only imagine 
what she might be experiencing. Not saying that in a bad way or a positive way. I just don't know. Just being a bonus mom. Or just being a bonus mom. Right. You know, and then she has her own children. And then I think she may have, you know, like some additional things going on. I don't know. But I, it definitely gave me some, um, a little bit of leverage and just, you know, understanding that, you know, it's never easy coming into a picture where there are children from a previous marriage and then from a previous previous marriage too. You right. know, where do you fit in? So, um, so yeah, and I don't Riley's know. Riley's adjusted. Riley is adjusting. You know, we like to say that children are resilient, but you also have to be mindful too that children, um, they can have a tough time adjusting. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't want to say this. Oh, she got this. She'll be fine. Right. Because it can be very challenging learning how to operate and move in two households. Right. I've never had to experience that. Right. But for her, that and hers is, is a weekly basis. It's now. a weekly like, before you shift in. Before gears it was two, every two days. Oh, Remember, it was, was every two days yeah. and then every other weekend. So you got to shift in a pivot every two days. Right. Now she gets a whole week to just know how to be right. over here right. and then over there. Right. So, yeah, it, I mean, and that schedule is basically in consideration of her. Yeah. It just works better for her. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I don't know. I am really grateful for having that experience. And I also chuck it up to many of my girlfriends who had to step in and be these amazing roles to children that they did not have, but because they love their partner, they that's stepped an up. Of that's them. an extension of them. Yeah. So, you know, you have to remember too, as a woman, that if you're not up for the call, it's best to be honest up front and let it go. But you can't be mean will, to these I'm kids. I'm, that'll get your ass whooped. You nah, will, now, yeah. Nah, I, I don't yeah. play games like that. Like, I never felt like I need to put my hands on anybody else's Yeah, kid. you can't be doing that. And because can't nobody do that, wouldn't have been able to do that no. to mine. Like, there's a way they have parents and there's a way for me as a bonus mom to discipline without putting my hands That's on That's right. That's because right. I don't feel like everybody would would you have the same i would be questioning would you have the same intent with your own children with with that i would have for whooping my kids or whooping somebody else's kids right. no i'm not going i don't want anybody to test it out i'm not finna test it out everybody just just keep your hands to yourself keep your hands to yourself <laughs> so, how about that but yes. if you if somebody if you ain't really about that life and and it, it ain't for you and you know yourself enough to be selfish to say I can't be a bonus mom yeah that's true that's important to know that is important it takes a different a special kind of trait because I know I had a family member who never dated guys with kids and she ended up with one with a kid and she realized very early on that she was not equipped to be a, a bonus mom that's good. Save, spare yeah. the kids, spare, spare yourself. You. And spare yourself. Spare yourself. Ass. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. It ain't worth it. it. It is definitely not worth it. And if, and yeah, so just know that about yourself as you maneuver through these blended family areas. Because you, you love the dad. But you can't stand but the kids. But you can't stand the kids. That's yeah, a, that's, we, that's we, a problem. Yeah, we're going to have to drop the mic on that one. That's a problem. <laughs> right. That's a problem. Yep. So. Um, well, I am Natalie Hayden. I'm Laverne Badger. And we hope you all are having a warm, fun, safe, 
Wednesday. We appreciate Wonderful you guys for day. chiming in. Yes, and enjoying this week. Yes. We get a little rain, but ain't nothing wrong with a little rain. Ain't nothing wrong with a little rain. Just a little rain. To continue to grow. Keep, yep, keep that garden good and, uh, you know, keep watering that, that financial garden that we was talking oh, about. Oh, that we, right? yeah. Yes. Okay, catch that episode out, the financial gardening. That was a great episode. Yes, guys. Well, we out of here. We will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. bye.